From the PSIA ASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair and the next in our Meet the Team series with Ryan Christofferson. Ryan, it is great to talk with you again. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Um, always a pleasure to join you on these podcasts. I enjoy them. So, Ryan, this is uh, term number three for you? Yes, third term. About 12 years at the end. Wow, so when did you start? You look like you're about 24 right now, so how did you make the team that young? Uh, you know, I was lucky enough to grow up uh, in a ski school uh, with a dad that was super passionate about teaching skiing, and my mom was supportive enough to let me follow him down that path. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I got certified team, uh, and and after college kind of realized that I wanted something different out of life than the normal nine to five. So I moved to Tahoe with the goals of, uh, train. I was already level three at that point and moved, moved here to, uh, train to, to try out for the team and, and give back to an organization and, and really just kind of follow that path. So Ryan, what's it like when team tryouts come around and, you you are going out for your third term. What's going through your mind as you're preparing? Is it like, gosh, do I still have something to give? Uh, what is it? Uh, this time, that's what it was. Like you know, round you know, first round, I was I was young, I was eager. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect. It was really you know, I mean, just putting myself out there for the first time, and I was didn't know what to expect other than you know, training with people that had been to tryouts. And then, but this time around, it was really, you know, okay, I've been on the team for eight years. What do I still have to offer? You know, I mean, the, the organization industry and, and is my position on the team something that that's still adding value and, and bringing that? And is that the direction that, that the team is trying to go? So when we go out on the road, is the content relevant and what the membership's looking for? Like those were kind of all the things going, going through my head and which I think at this tryout gave me more of a mental stress. Whereas like the second tryout, I, I was kind of more like physically anxious and stressed. Like, am I skiing good enough? Like, am I, do I belong? Am I good enough kind of thing? But this one was definitely a little more mentally stressful. So Ryan, how did you become kind of the freestyle out? alpine skier on the team is that really a designated role how did you take on that uh well role uh, i mean freestyle it's something i'm passionate about I've, I've been into it for a long time uh but as far as like the role on the team i mean there there is a need for that uh the i mean the organization uh has a large demographic that gets in to skiing in that that pathway you know they, they they come into the the mountain and they find the park and they get on the twin tips and they just that's their thing is you know they they start turning into jibbers and, and jumping around and that and then they become lifelong enthusiasts but maybe you know want to get some money while they're doing it and enter the ski instructor world that way so i mean i i think there's there's a need for that on the team and and somebody needs to specialize in that uh but it's it's more for me it's about being able to 
you know, be a whole team member and connect with, you know, when we go out to an event like Masters Academy in the Eastern Division, and there is maybe an afternoon of park and pipe, you know, and still being able to provide you know, a, a good quality week for those folks as a just traditional alpiner. So it's been kind of walking that line between staying relevant and current with what's happening in freestyle and being able to connect to the membership that identifies in that freestyle genre and then feeling like, you know, we're giving them what they need, but also being able to, you know, connect with the, the weekend warriors that, that really make up our organization that are there to, to get better at skiing and want to be better at the mountain that they have, which may be, you know, something nice and short and groomed or long and steep and, and off piece. So it's really kind of that, that fine line between a little bit of everything. Now you had a, uh, youth growing up with a dad who was a ski instructor, as you said earlier, at what point did you find yourself gravitating to the park? I, my home mountain got its first snowboard park because it wasn't skiers weren't allowed in when I was, I want to say 12. Uh, and so, I mean, naturally it's like, Oh, what's that? I'm going to go jump off of it. At that point I was racing. And so we would kind of poach into the park on our way to the top of our race course. And, you know, I mean, that was just kind of our thing. Every run was a little bit of freestyle and, but we were on, you know, GS or slalom skis and then, we'd go run gates and as the parks progressed and became open to everybody. And, uh, I was also a, a diver in, in high school competitive springboard. And so now I'm, you know, flipping and spinning into the water. Now let's go take that to the snow. And so it just kind of, kind of came, came along as, as it, as it progressed and became available on the mountains. And at what point were you kind of like, wow, I really want to keep pursuing this and maybe see how good I can get at it. Uh, you know, I, I probably hit my, my threshold of willingness to like, like huck myself probably <laughs> right around like middle end of college. And then after college, it was, it, it changed from, you know, how good can I get? How big can I go to, um, I wish they had this kind of program when I was growing up and I don't get me wrong. I love ski racing and it's a huge part of my background. And I, you know, I try to go back to those roots as often as I can. And, but at the same time, like I wished I would, could have had like a, you know, freestyle element, uh, growing up with coaching and it's shifted there to what can we provide to these new younger athletes that want to still you know, be competitive and athletic and skiing, but don't want to race. And that's where, you know, and, and there were some programs out there, but not a lot. And like, that was kind of where I really challenged myself to own freestyle was, you know, connected to the fundamentals of skiing and good, good skiing and good riding to how can I help kids get good at what they're, what they want to do in the park. Now, how can we help people that are more my age get to uh, exploring the park? Because I look at a rail and I'm like, I don't want to fall on that. 
<laughs> right? Um, it, it's not. It doesn't feel good. No. <laughs> and, and you know, I mean, the nice thing about our organization is, you, you I mean, we've been doing it ever since we started teaching skiing. And you know, I mean, it's how do we keep our guests our guests safe while engaged and being able to progress them and challenge them without you know like making them feel like they're putting themselves at you know a, a large amount of risk and as the parks have progressed i will say where they've grown the most is in the smaller side of things so now you know instead of it being small medium large a lot of parks now are shifting towards extra small small medium and then leaving the large parks for some of the larger resorts that may be having competition so you know we're that stepping stone to entry is has become very accessible which has made it great for folks that are a little older or more scared of injury now shifting gears a little bit but what do you feel like over the last eight well nine years now that you have contributed the team that you're really proud of uh i would say being able you know i mean the the first team the biggest the conversation was for us was identifying the fundamentals and the learning connection model and being able to take that information and connect it to freestyle and show people that the fundamentals are the fundamentals all the way around and that maybe somebody you know like yourself that has a, a background in teaching scheme that may not have the the background in the park can actually take what they know and start to figure things out and understand how to to progress there and show them that the skills and the, the fundamentals that they they talk and teach all day long actually apply there and help you maybe build some confidence that way and what are you most looking forward to uh in the upcoming three years i I think it's defining this role uh i think it's been it's been kind of back and forth you know like what is the what does somebody need to know to be a freestyle specialist while being an alpine team member and you know, I mean, we had the tryouts, uh, we had, you know, there are people that were there watching and they're, and they're saying, you know, Hey, you guys are going out for freestyle specialists. Why aren't you doing everything in the park? And, and so highlighting, you know, the fact that we need to be specialists in this and we need to be able to, um, relate and be knowledgeable and, you know, walk the walk and look the look, but also, that's just a part of what we do. And, and so what's this role really look like? And, you know, for me, it's been providing content for freestyle and helping people connect to freestyle. But I think it's also going to be a shift towards getting those people that are really talented and newer into our organization that are working their way up the two and the three and maybe bringing them over towards some of the alpine side of things to say hey you know like you can do this and this is great and this is fantastic and we need a role for it but like there's so much more over here too that that we have to to specialize in and or to get better skills and knowledge in that make us well-rounded instructors and coaches and i think 
you know, so that when, when the next tryouts come around in, what is it, 2024, uh, you know, I mean, hopefully we have a bigger pool of freestyle candidates that that can that meet all the requirements, not just like one little section of it. Now, Ryan, I hope we haven't already answered this question when you told us that you were a competitive diver in high school. But uh, can you share with us something about you that is unique that maybe we don't know? Uh, if you ever see me with headphones on, I'm probably listening to an audiobook. And it's not, and it's going to be like a science fiction fantasy. Like, I listen to audiobooks all the time. Like, the only time I'm ever really listening to music is like short car rides or if I need to go do something, like get my get myself pumped up to go do some sort of trick that I haven't done in a while and I'm kind of scared. Um, so, but yeah, I, I just, I love listening to books and like I have a 45 minute to an hour commute twice a day to work. It's an audio book evening times when I'm trying to relax audio book. And yeah. So if you see me just kind of sitting around in a hallway with headphones in, I'm probably listening to a book. What's your favorite book? Ooh. I mean, anything Star Wars, like, I mean, well, like if I, that's, that's another thing. Like I, every day I wear something with Star Wars on it. You will never see me without something that has Star Wars on it. Um, so yeah, anything Star Wars, but I'd say right now, like if I had to pick one audiobook to listen to right now, it'd probably be the ready player one. And wrapping things up, just want to know what your feeling was like when you heard your name called at, uh, team tryouts when they were announcing the the new team was it just as exciting as the first time uh it was probably more exciting <laughs> you know the first time i think i was like i heard my name and i just sat there and i was like what <laughs> you know like i was like oh you called me um i think this one because there's just there's that sense of relief you know like you you make the team once and you know, you're stoked, you're excited, but that round two, round three, like there, there's, you just have all that extra added pressure. So when you do, it's that, that sense of just, you know, relief that, you know, I mean, it, it's, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I, I put a lot more like pressure on me and on this last tryout. And, uh, so yeah, I think I, I was more excited probably than the first time and it, and it's just, yeah, confirmation that all the hard work and effort and things you've been doing for the last, you know, handful of years is, is, is worth it and going in the right direction. And we're, we're there. Well, Ryan, it is always a pleasure chatting with you. I'm looking forward to doing some more freestyle shows with you uh, in the coming months. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm looking forward to it. And like I said, it's always a pleasure doing one of these with you. I have, I have a great time. From the PSIA AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.